Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash speaking of partnership. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Get yours today. I can't tell you how excited I am to bring you today's featured guest, Jenna Ward, coming to us all the way from Lisbon, Portugal. Jenna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Ken. Oh, my pleasure. And Anybody listening that maybe you're not familiar with Jenna's work, let me give you a little background on her. Jenna is an embodiment and energy medicine mentor, guiding women to get out of their head and into their hearts. She teaches women how to awaken their magnetic and sensual souls, embodying their deep potential to create authentic businesses and rich relationships that turn them on through her signature program called The Embodied Woman. It's a 12-week online journey into more passion, purpose, and freedom by connecting and embodying your authentic self into every cell of your being. And at the end of the show, we'll make sure you have all the information on how you can learn all about Jenna's offerings. Jenna, do me a favor. That was a good start point, but help us fill in any blanks from the intro and and maybe give us a little glimpse into your personal life if Mm -hmm. you would. Yes. um, I mean, that was, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. Um, As you said, my work and my passion is so deeply centered around really accessing the the magnetic wisdom and the, the, the real brilliance that exists within every single one of us. And I speak a lot about women, but I mean, this is exactly true for men as well. And when I speak about embodiment, what I'm really speaking about is really getting connected with the superpowers and the power that exists within each of you. And it's really beautiful to be exploring this in the context of partnerships today because I really believe that partnership is a beautiful mirror back to what you're holding within. And so it's a beautiful complement to this body of work because it's yet another way that we can discover more about ourselves within the world. So partnership, I feel, is a really powerful way for us to connect in and understand who we are and what we're holding within ourselves. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I often tell people partnership is a full contact sport. <laughs> and it, I mean, there's no way to just kind of passively do partnership because mm. unless you're showing up, there's no one for anybody to partner with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and exactly so what true. you're talking about is that reflection is, is what really empowers us. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And from that place, and this is one thing that I don't want to jump the gun, but from that place, it's like it can be very clear when you're showing up in partnership and you're not full within yourself because it's very clear where there are you know, feelings of deficit um, or there's feelings of not being met where you desire to be met within the container of the relationship. Often that can really be a big signal that within yourself first you may not be full, but I'm sure we'll get to that with time, so I won't jump ahead. <laughs> 
Well, let me ask you this, Jenna. One of the things that that I've found to be very helpful as far as like kind of keeping on track in partnership is having some kind of a guiding principle. And sometimes it's, you know, a mantra, a quote, whatever it is that lets you get centered again when you get off on the side. What do you use for that kind of guiding principle to keep you on track? Mm. So for me, I would really have to say that barometer, that a relationship, um, whether a partnership, any type of partnership really very much is a barometer to how I am being within myself. When there is discord within a partnership, when there is struggle, when there is strife within um, a partnership, often that's really actually reflecting something that is uncomfortable, unresolved, unhealed or unsettled that's going on within myself or ourself first. And so for me, one of my guiding principles is that these relationships, relationships and partnerships in our life really are, they are this mirror. And when there's stuff coming up in partnership, that really is a big indicator and a big kind of like direction flag signpost saying attention is needed within, within yourself first, so that you can really show up in a partnership as the person that you desire to be, rather than letting this partnership trigger the hell out of you. So for me, I would say partnerships are a barometer for how connected and how turned on you are by yourself first, because that's where everything else flows from. Absolutely. No, I think that's a a really great point. What I'd love to do now is is, is really dive into what I call the meat of the show, where we start looking at stories of your experiences. And I I thank you in advance for being so generous and sharing your stories. And what we want to do is start with where's a place in your life, maybe there was a time where you, well, you kind of tripped up in a partnership. And and tell us what happened. You know, what were you doing? What did you trip on? And then what did you learn from that experience that helped you move forward? Mm, Most definitely. Um, I reflected on this question and decided to share one of the partnerships, which was really personal to me and incredibly pivotal in my life. And it was an intimate partnership. So a relationship uh, with a man who had been a teacher and uh, a very potent love in my life. And what happened, the big stumbling block that was, I was, um, came about a, a few years ago now. And the short version of events is that within the container of the partnership, I was looking for it to be my salvation. I was looking for my partnership, my relationship to be the thing that kept me afloat when everything else in my life was kind of not really matching up to exactly what I desired. And what that really brought about for me was a big place of confusion and a big feeling of disconnect. And this is where I speak to like the idea of our um, partnerships and our relationships being barometers. And so the story goes, you know, long story short, it goes in that I Uh, was so dating this man I was you know wanting things within this relationship to be a certain way he wasn't stepping up to be what I wanted him to be and there was that whole you know I want him to be this he wants me to be that and at the same time what was really going on was that I was really projecting all of my desires onto this relationship to be the thing that saved me to be the thing that carried me forward and I think within our culture and within our society we really feel and a lot of us act as if our partnerships and our relationships can be a dumping ground for this kind of excess or or unresolved feelings of 
not being where we want to be or who we want to be in life, whether it's not being seen, not feeling sensual, not being as connected as we desire to be, not being in the jobs that we desire to be, a lot of these unrests can come home and they can begin to build up in the partnership field, in the relationship field. And so for me, the example goes was that I was working as a kinesiologist, which is a form of energy medicine practitioner. And I was looking for that business to evolve and I was wanting that to become something that felt really passionate and really purposeful to me and yet I couldn't navigate or control my way into success down the avenue of my business. So I started to look to navigate and to control the things in my relationship, in my partnership, whereby I could kind of feel as if this thing could become stable, this thing could become meaningful, this thing could become under my control and by exerting that control within the context of the partnership, it kind of became this crutch for the rest of my life. And not surprisingly from that place, I began to become really confused with why nothing in my life was feeling quite as sensual or quite as delicious as I really needed it to be. And so for me, one of the big stumbling blocks came in relationship when I realized that the control that I was actually exerting in this partnership was a surrogate for the lack of control that I felt in the rest of my life. And so the big moment of realization for me there was that no good partnership is based on control or on obligation. The only type of really meaningful partnership is based on mutual respect, which is founded in love. And from that place, when I actually really you know, through the confusion, through the disconnect, through the, I don't know what I want to do with my life, so I'll try and get you to marry me and have babies situation. Through that, I really began to see, actually, is there any love at the core of this relationship? Is there actually any mutual respect at the core of this relationship? And is it enough for me? And from that place, I really found that to be a really empowering mirror for me to understand the greater context of my life. So that was a little bit of a convoluted story, but I hope the key message there came across. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, it, it's, it's interesting what you were talking about, you know, wanting the relationship to be your salvation. Mm. And I, I think that's, that's very common. You know, we're looking for somebody to save us, somebody to be the everything that we're not letting ourselves be. And I heard from one of my teachers once, it was one of my favorite phrases about relationships, and they said, relationships sink from the holes that are in them from the start. Mm. And so often that's true, is that we weren't, you know, we weren't watertight, we weren't sound to go out and have this relationship in the first place, because we hadn't <laughs> done our own work. And, you know, you see the similar thing, because I work with a lot of clients, I see a similar thing sometimes with my clients where they come to me and they say, I'm interested in working with you. I'm interested in whatever it is, say, for example, whether it's business or personal embodiment and development. And they say, you know, how can you guarantee that I'm going to get the results that you promised me? And it's mm -hmm. like, it's a valid question. But at the same time, it's a question that's saying, are you putting this responsibility of your success onto my shoulders? Because that's not the job of a partnership. The job of a partnership is not for me to carry you. It's not for me to make you better. It's not for me to improve you. It's for me to be here as a mirror and to hold a space for you to find that same elevation within yourself. And so I say, I see the same theme of 
control and desiring to exert control over those who are we, we are in partnership when things are feeling out of control within our core or within other areas of our life and i think it's a i think it's something that you know throughout the ages of society there have been times when control was a really big factor in relationships yet in this modern age really the age of equality it's a conditioning and a habituation within our society that doesn't really serve either of us, either of anybody that's in partnership. Um, I think we're in an age whereby self-responsibility, whether it's a business partnership, a mentoring partnership, a, a personal relationship is really one of the qualities that is right up there with, um, with mutual respect. Yeah, yeah, it's... I love that your work is about embodiment because it's it's so easy to get caught up in, you know, understanding things conceptually and intellectualizing, but you're not operating from it. So you can spout mm. off about it all day long, but you don't walk the talk. Yeah. And that's what embodiment really asks you to do. And, and often people are asking me, well, you know, like what does uh, somebody who's embodied look like in their business or in their relationships or in their partnerships? And really the key of being embodied within yourself is that you're really allowing your heart and your body to feel the fullness, the fullness of emotions, whether they're happy or sad emotions, the fullness of your power, of your conviction, the fullness of your brilliance. Embodiment really asks you actually to come into your body and not just think about what the logical steps are, but also to feel what the logical steps are and to marry that logic with the sensation of being in your body and come to a decision, whether it's a decision in business, in life, in relationship, to come to a decision from a whole place, a place where you're allowing your head and your heart to be equal. And for me, that has been really pivotal in so many intimate relationships. But it's been really pivotal in my business as well and in deciding who I want to partner with in my business and letting those decisions not only be logical and linear, but also coming from an embodied place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jenna, what, what I'd love to do now is switch gears a little bit. And, and I would love for, if you would share a story with us of, of one of your proudest moments in partnership and it could be from your family or romantic or career wherever it shows up in your life and the way I tend to notice those is when I think about this type of, of event when I think about one of these moments I can't help but smile because I'm just so proud of what happened what's one of those for you Oh, so many come to my mind. Um, but the one that I'll speak to is actually a beautiful partnership that I formed with um, one of the women who is my biggest competition in business. <laughs> and it seems actually quite counterintuitive, but being in a soulful um, kind of, you know, sacred feminine type business, for me, it's one of the most rewarding um, partnerships to speak about. So um, just in brief, uh, so I, as we know, I work in embodiment and energy medicine and I, when I was early on in my career, was seeking a mentor and friend and colleagues who were also in really similar veins of work. And so I reached out to quite a number of women who were in my industry and um, not necessarily expecting anybody to, to hear back. I mean, uh, competition is a very real thing that exists in a big part of our world and yet really gratefully a lot of new and innovative partnerships are really 
eliminating the concept of competition and replacing that scarcity thinking with the with the idea that there is enough for all of us to go around. And so I reached out to one of these women in particular and she reached back and said, oh my gosh, I would absolutely love to, to partner with you, to mentor with you, to come together, to brainstorm our businesses behind the scenes, to celebrate each other through our various social media channels and just to generally be supporting of each other because for a lot of us who are entrepreneurs behind the scenes of our business can be quite isolating or lonely because we often work by ourselves. So one of the most beautiful partnerships for me at the moment actually is an unexpected partnership with a woman who is my competitor and who at the same time is one of my biggest cheerleaders and who is one of my greatest supporters. And the the big lesson that I've taken out of that partnership has really been twofold. The first is that never reach out to somebody, never hesitate to reach out to somebody that you admire, even if you think there's no logical reason that they would desire to partner with you. And also that really there's no place for competition in the business place anymore. There's so much abundance to go around. All of the clients and the abundance that we could possibly want already exists. And so that means that there's a really beautiful new wave of entrepreneurs who are actually free to partner and to collaborate and to play with people who who offer similar gifts or services within their industry. So it's been one of my most rewarding partnerships at the moment. I love that story. I'm so glad you shared that because one of the things you just mentioned there of, you know, not being afraid to, to ask, it's literally the only reason this show exists. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> I reach out to people all the time and I have no idea who they are. I've been introduced by somebody else and it's just like, hey, would you want to be on this show? And the, the response is amazing. And, you know, it's it's incredible. And it, it, it same goes for, you know, a romantic relationship. We're, we're just setting ourselves up for failure if we think our partner is going to know what we need. Mm-hmm. We've got to be open about it. We've got to take that risk so that we can actually get what we need. Because they might guess in the neighborhood. They might be kind of close, mm-hmm. but it's still not going to be exactly what you need. And then we tend to project on them. It's their fault. I didn't get what I need. Without a doubt. Yeah. And I mean, the same is true. If you don't ask, you definitely won't receive. And so I know for a lot of women, a lot of people in particular, you know, we can feel really um, unworthy or self-conscious or who am I to reach out and ask for that? But really, you know, the only person standing in your way is you. The only one who thinks that you're possibly unworthy of receiving is you. So stand up and claim it. Stand up and ask for it. And, you know, by partnering through whatever type of relationship or partnership it is, your life will be so much richer. So, yeah, I say just go for it. Even if you're unsure, take the action. You might be beautifully surprised. Yeah, it, it, it is it is a beautiful surprise. It really is. And mm. it's it's so uh, gratifying to go, wow, I mean, I'm not even sure why they said yes, but they did. How cool is that? And you just yeah. and you run with it. That's the action yeah, of feeling desired, you Absolutely. know, not necessarily even in a sexual way, just in a I'm a person who's desired for me, you know. Really, I feel like that's something that our collective society is on a bit of a reclaiming, a bit of a reclaiming of wanting to be wanted, wanting to be desired, not for what we've got or who we have or how much money we are, but just for who we are and the values that we embody within ourselves. Yes, no, I I agree. That's definitely something we're culturally very hungry for. Um, Mm -hmm. We've just become too generic 
too neutral and, you know, too afraid to be distinctive. Um, it yeah. Was, I, I was yep. talking to a client the other day, and, and one of the things I advise my clients on is to really, you know, fly their flag, own who they are. And I mentioned to her, I said, you know, I, I'm not talking about, you know, that phrase that we hear all the time, a fly your freak flag. That's kind of how culture has said being distinctive is bad. Mm-hmm. So don't be yourself. Just be within this box. And the reality is everybody's in the box. Nobody's going to notice you if you're in there with everyone else. Without a doubt. I think, you know, in order to have um, a message or a truth that really speaks out, it it has to be authentic. It has to be embodied. But at the same time, it also has to be a little bit polarizing. It's got to create a little bit of a charge or attention in order to draw and magnetize somebody towards it. If it's just plain vanilla, everybody's going to go past it in the buffet. But if it's actually got a little bit of spark and a little bit of zest about it, then it's going to create this bit of a ripple effect that actually has a uh, like a magnetizing effect, drawing people towards it. And yeah, it will polarize and send some people away and that's okay. Good riddance to them because they're not your people anyway. So with love, off you go. (laughs) I say create a movement that polarizes people. Yeah, yeah. I I love that you use the term vanilla because every time I I hear that word, I think of ice cream, mostly because I love ice cream. Um, but, But also because I heard this statistic once and they said, Vanilla ice cream is the number one flavor in the world. That's how boring we are. Oh, no, it's, like what's interesting that. about it, Jenna, wasn't that we're that boring. It's <laughs> it's the number one flavor because it's the flavor we dress up. Uh. Most people don't just eat vanilla. They put sprinkles on it. They put chocolate on it. They put nuts on it. They make sundaes and banana splits and shakes and all the things that they dress up and make mm. distinctive start with vanilla. Vanilla's got power, perhaps. Yeah, it's the foundation. Sure, you're going to have things that are the same, but then how do you dress it up to make it your own? And how do you really mm-hmm. show your version of, of what you can do with that as opposed to going, yeah, I, I'm just going to be here for the people who don't want anything but vanilla. <laughs> because there really aren't that many people that do. There are some, mm-hmm. but not that many. Most of us take that and build from it. So how do you let yourself show up as what are those pieces you add to your vanilla? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, cool. Yeah, that's great. I like that. Well, Jenna, we've, we've got to a part of the show. I call it the bring it all home portion of the show. And this is where we step away from the stories. And I, I ask you to give some really simple, concrete guidance to our listeners that they can apply directly to their partnerships right now. And... What I'd like to start with is, I'm curious, what would you say is the best partnership or relationship advice that you have ever received? Mm -hmm. So many things come to mind, so, so many, and I'm going to be a little bit um, maybe, you know, controversial and speak a little bit outside the box, but I want to actually speak about sex uh, because I think sex and sensuality is something that's really important for every kind of partnership. It's important for relationships because it's about intimacy and it's important for every other type of business partnership as well or, or every other type of other relationship because sex and sensuality actually directly um, induce pleasure chemicals within your body that make the rest of your life a lot more enjoyable and I know that a lot of us are putting sex and sensuality on the bottom of our to-do list. It's the last thing that we do in the day. It's the last thing that we prioritize and so for me I would have to really say that one of the key resources 
And this is applicable whether you're a man or whether you're a woman, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship or whether you're in the other category. Everybody benefits from spending time being with their body, touching their body and enjoying their body. And if you are feeling overworked, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling disconnected from your partner, if you're feeling disconnected from your purpose, a beautiful way for you to get back into the core of feeling good is to spend half an hour once a week before you go to bed, whether it's sexual, whether it's just sensual, whatever it is, touch your body, give yourself a massage, be with your self and spend that time on yourself as a way to really reconnect and value the person that you are because the more that you value you, the more you bring that value and the fullness of you into every partnership that you participate in. I love it. I love the way you framed it of this allows you to value you mm. because so oftentimes we're all looking at what's missing instead of what we already mm -hmm. have. And it's all right here, like within these cells, in this body. You've got all the goods that you need within you, and yet we're so busy, you know, and the self-development world is really, you know, a lot of us to blame. You know, we're saying, oh, there's so much for you to discover and to fix and to embody and so many new things for you to do and understand and be and be mindful of. And all of this is really true and it's really valuable, but at the same time, none of us are broken all of us have the resources that we need. They all exist within us. And spending time with ourselves, on ourselves, and valuing ourselves is one of the most direct routes to really embodying that value, that power, that sensuality, and to bring it to those that we love and those that we are in partnership with. Yes, excellent. Well, let me ask you this then, Jenna. What would you say is the book or the resource that you would recommend to our listeners and, and why that particular one? It's quite, again, there's quite a few that come to mind, but my absolute favorite book ever is one called Blue Truth by David Dieter. And he is a you know, sort of divine masculine and feminine speaking about sensuality and spirituality author. And his book Blue Truth is a fabulous read for anyone who is desiring to embrace more of themselves, claim and own their worth more, and also understand how they can crack open their heart and feel more sensation, more feeling, and more depth of experience within their body. So that was David Dieter, Blue Truth. It's a short but a very powerful read. Thank you. You know, I, I love... His work gets referenced so many times when I ask that question, but my favorite part is that it's almost always a different piece of work. He's, <laughs> He's done really so fabulous. Much, and I mean, yeah. And it impacts people well, on so many levels. It's just wonderful. Yeah, he's got a great um, book, which is also another great book. And it's something, it's called The Way of the Superior Man. Yep. And I swear, every man that I enter a relationship with, I buy a copy of that book. And I'm like, here's your Bible. <laughs> nice. So if you're a man, The Way of the Superior Man is a beautiful read for you to really treasure and value your lady. She'll be loving you a lot if you read and apply that book. Lovely. Thank you. Well, I'd, I'd like to have us leave our listeners with an example of what I call the payoff of partnership. So what I'm going to ask you to do, Jenna, is, is share with us a specific example of something that you were able to do or create or experience that was 
only possible as the result of being in partnership? Oh, once again, so many come to mind. But I mean, the big partnership that I would just draw on at the moment is, so I'm an Australian right now living around the world. And the big partnership that I'm playing with at the moment is the partnership between myself and the energy of my business. So I believe that for entrepreneurs, um, we are gifted with a sovereign spirit of our business. We are gifted with an, an energetic entity that is the being of our business, which really chooses us and chooses to kind of come through us to find its way out into the world. And for me at the moment, I'm really on a wild journey of partnering with this spirit of my business. And that's involved me looking, uh, living so far this year in Australia and Bali. I'm in Europe at the moment and I'm heading to the States next month and really surrendering and receiving the wisdom that this spirit of my business through a partnership has gifted me, which is quite esoteric, but also actually in so many ways really practical, has led me to take this kind of nomadic adventure of living and working all around the globe. So that's an example of partnership that I'm very, very thrilled to be diving deeper into and, um, and, and playing with a lot at the moment as an entrepreneur. That is great. Thank you. Mm. Well, Jenna, I think it's pretty clear to our listeners, you have a lot to share. You've got a lot of resources, a lot of information available. Could you let our listeners know how they can contact you and learn more about what you do? Definitely. Uh, the two best ways to connect with me, um, the first would be through uh, jennaward.co.co, that's J-E-N-N-A, WARD.co, that's my website. And through that website, there's quite a number of resources, um, including some embodiment rituals, audios, and downloads. The second best way to connect is through the private Facebook group that I run. And that's facebook.com backslash groups backslash embodied.woman.group. And the link to that is also through my blog as well. But through this Embodied Woman group on Facebook, uh, we hold regular circles where we're exploring all things sensuality, spirituality, and embodiment. And that's a really gorgeous community of like-minded and like-souled women who are just coming together in a space for no other reason other than to explore the fullness of our potential. So I would encourage anybody who's been interested to come and join us in the Facebook group at Embodied Woman Group. Fantastic. Fantastic. And, and for anybody listening, you're probably doing something else as you listen. Please know all these links will be on Jenna's show page on the Speaking of Partnership website. So just go to speakingofpartnership.com, type in Jenna, and you'll go straight to her page with all these links. So it's really, really easy for you to contact her and get a hold of those resources she was talking about. Well, Jenna. You're a gem. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. You know, your, your stories, your, your candor has, has really been amazing. I thank you so much for that. And, and I know our listeners are going to be, you know, digesting this for a while. But thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. 
The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.